0: Hello, and welcome to the She's Plant-Based podcast. We are going to be diving into my health journey, but before I start, if you are new here, my name is Autumn, I'm a holistic health coach. My handle is at She's Plant-Based. I'm active on both Instagram and TikTok. I've talked about my health journey on both Instagram and TikTok, but I haven't fully been able to dive into it and share my full story. Just a little trigger warning, I will be talking about my eating disorder And addiction, since that was um, a big part of my life and and really affected me mentally, emotionally, spiritually, affected my relationships, it affected my overall health, and was a really big reason why I even got into health and wellness. But I will be highlighting just different areas of my life, um, different experiences that I've gone through, but further down the line, I can dive a little bit deeper into things like addiction, alcohol, my eating disorder. And things like that. So let's go back to my childhood, young autumn. I was a very active kid. I was playing sports as early as the age of four. Um, sports was a big part of my life. Generally, um, I ate pretty good. I love my fruits and vegetables. When I went vegan, I'm now plant based, but when I went vegan, my mom wasn't surprised because spinach was one of my favorite vegetables. But I did grow up on, you know, a standard American diet. We did eat fast food, McDonald's. I had candy. I had soda probably almost every single day. So there was definitely areas that I needed to improve on, but I wasn't a kid that was afraid of fruits or vegetables. I actually really did love and enjoy them. I appreciated a good home-cooked meal. Both of my parents loved to be in the kitchen. Um, They still do cook together. Not so much my dad, but my mom definitely um, but my dad used to be a chef and my mom started cooking as early as the age of four. She literally taught herself. So I saw a lot of cooking going on at the home. The toughest thing for me at a young age was my mental health. My parents were such loving parents and still are. However, I didn't grow up in a perfect household. Both of my parents struggled a lot mentally, which it, which affected me. My mom had a lot of anxiety, a little bit of a temper, was just very hot and cold and my dad was very hot and cold so when things got bad it got bad there was aggression fighting yelling violence this was how my parents expressed themselves because this is what they saw growing up so it was something that has been passed down and something that I really don't hold against them anymore but it affected me a lot in my childhood and was the reason why I got into partying and drinking and all that stuff but I'll get into that a little bit later. But being as young as, you know, four, five, six years old, watching your parents argue like that was really, really scary. And I didn't know how to take in that information. It would just scare me. I would run. I would hide. And I really just leaned on my brothers for support because we were all in the same boat. I have two brothers, by the way. I have a brother that is younger than me and a brother that is older than me. I didn't have a lot of family close by. My grandma did move when I was pretty young, around seven, but there was definitely a lot of fighting going on even before she moved. And so she would come over and handle the situation. So there really wasn't anyone that I could call up as I got you know, a little bit older, older as in seven plus, um, to kind of just go towards for that extra comfort and support during those scary moments. So I really learned how to just internalize everything and because of these events, I found myself scared to express myself because I didn't know what the response what the response I was going to get from my parents. I learned how to take care of myself emotionally uh, from a very young age, not in a healthy way. I just began bottling things in because I was too scared to express myself, express how I feel, express how the fighting made me feel. We went to family therapy. My parents did therapy, but... Things really didn't get much better. I think my parents just had a lot of growing up to do, so that naturally came as they got older. In middle school and high school, I definitely had a lot of built-up anger within me. There was a lot of resentment towards my parents, And I didn't know what to do with it, how to cope with it, who to talk to. I wasn't super open with my friends, but the friends that I found myself open with, it really did help me just having an outlet, having someone who understood me and having someone who just listened to me. So as early as middle school, my friends truly felt like family to me. If you were close with me in my life, you were like a family member. You were like a sister. You were like a brother, which made me feel really good that I did have someone or people that I could lean on. Then high school came around, freshman year, I was a great kid. I mean, I always was a great kid. I don't want to make myself sound like I was bad. I just went through a phase in my life where I wasn't making the right decisions because it was out of pain, it was out of anger. Um, But freshman year, I was part of the cheer team, same with sophomore year. Uh, like I said, I was always very, very involved into sports. Never really took school that seriously. I didn't really care for it. I didn't really want to go to college. Um, but sophomore year, uh, my friends and I, we started drinking. And that began leading me down a dark path. And just a little background story. I do come from a background of addicts. Addiction runs heavily on my dad's side of the family. My dad, former addict, who has now been sober since I was four, 26, 27 actually in 15 days, so that's exciting but yeah my dad has been sober majority of my life here so I never saw him drinking or doing drugs but because of his experience my dad was very against alcohol and drugs so when I started drinking I got into a lot of trouble obviously I was not smart about it. I wasn't covering my tracks. There was a lot of lines, sneaking out, just, you know, being being a little chaotic, a little chaotic teenager. But my version of drinking when I was younger was blacking out. I did not know how to pace myself. I didn't know what that meant. I thought you just chug, we would chug like bottles of wine, taking so many shots and just binge drinking. And during this time, I was pretty depressed and anxious. However, I hid this very well, no one knew. But when I would drink, I would be overly emotional. I would be crying, I would get angry, etc. And I remember just not liking this and it felt so out of my control. And I really think alcohol brings out almost your a true side of you, a side maybe that you have suppressed. So all these emotions were coming up because I did not give them any attention. While being sober. Um, I almost felt very numb. Not only was I dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety. That's something that I've struggled with since a very, very young age. And then now on top of drinking and feeling like alcohol is out of my control and I can't stop consuming it was really scary, but I didn't understand at the time what was happening and why it was happening. Then my senior year, I started getting into drugs And this led me down an even darker path, and honestly, I've had some scary drug experiences. I just felt really lost and confused and wasn't sure what kind of direction I wanted to go down, and I'm lucky enough to have such an incredible aunt, and she took me in as her own daughter and suggested I should move in with her. She lived up north in Marin County, which is just right outside of San Francisco. Gorgeous, beautiful area. So I graduated high school, that was 2013, and the plan was for me to move to her place. So I moved in with her and my uncle and my two little cousins, and it was really a time to reflect and really discover myself because I was so out of touch with who I was at that time. I was constantly occupied, whether it was with Partying or friends. I never had alone time. And when I did, I constantly had to be distracting myself. So it was very clear and apparent that I was running away from something. So when I first moved and I was in this new environment, it got me out of my unhealthy living environment with my with my family. Um, I was away from unhealthy friendships and away from partying. And it was a really just it was a time for me and it was a huge spiritual awakening for me and I'll never forget this. It was my first actually and I just remember laying down on the floor and I was just doing some reflecting and all of a sudden it just hit me and so many things began making sense and I was reflecting on why I had so much anger towards my parents and it was because so much of my past has been unhealed. theres no There's been no forgiveness. There's been no conversation about what happened. We kind of just have moved on from that. Even though my parents during that present time were so different, I still viewed them as I did when I was younger. So there was a lot of anger there. And then I began understanding I was drinking and doing drugs as a form of coping. It was the way that I coped. It was the way that I knew how to express myself. If I felt angry, if I felt sad, it was to lean on to those things. And I began noticing that and realizing that like, wow, it's not that I don't know how to control myself, which that's obviously a reason why um, I had such an issue with drugs and alcohol is that lack of self-control, but it was mainly sourced from the pain it was mainly sourced from wanting to escape wanting to numb and not wanting to feel my emotions not wanting to just be honest with myself about what has happened so this was a really big big moment for me and I kind of just started my health journey during this time as well and I started to eat healthier And I started going to the gym because the past couple of years I stopped taking care of myself. I had to quit cheerleading because I got into a car accident and I was um, diagnosed with arthritis in my lower back so I couldn't do a lot of activity and then I wasn't really eating well. I was more independent. I had a job. I had my own car so I wasn't making the healthiest decisions. So when I moved in with my aunt and I was on my own, I really just wanted to focus on myself. So this was when I was introduced to clean eating, diet culture, calorie counting, all of that. And in the beginning, it started off as really innocent, right? I was just counting my calories enough to lose a little bit of weight. I was going to the gym a normal amount, you know, around 45 minutes a day and it was going great. And then I began noticing changes and I saw how quickly my body adjusted to the new way that I was eating and the activity that I was doing, and I was beginning to lose weight. I felt a little bit more confident, and then I took it way too far. I was going to the gym for two hours a day. I was eating very, very little. My energy was low and it became an addiction, it became an obsession. I wasn't drinking, I wasn't partying during this time, so I didn't have that to lean on. So with addiction, you can find addiction in multiple things, so the drug and alcohol weren't there anymore, it wasn't part of the picture, Therefore, I then became addicted to health. I became addicted to the gym, and it was very obsessive and unhealthy. It got so bad that I ended up getting pretty sick. Mind you, this was all within a month time frame, and things spiraled very quickly. I was unwell mentally and physically. This was during the time I had my first panic attack. It was the scariest thing. I was in and out of the hospital, dealing with health issues. And I just, I had to move home. I had to move home immediately because I just, I needed to be with my parents. I wasn't doing well. So I moved back home and I fell back into kind of just old patterns with, with eating again. Um, I stopped eating healthier, what I thought was healthy at the time. And had the freedom to eat whatever, which was great, and then started binging because I restricted so much. And so I went through this cycle of I gained weight and that really scared me. And then I fell back into old patterns with eating again. And I started restricting, which was not great. And then on top of dealing with mental health issues like depression, anxiety, ADHD, I went to the doctors and was actually prescribed five different medications, because at that time, I was also having panic attacks almost daily. I was really so scared to do anything. I hated being around people. I was too scared to go to school. I did not like going to work, and I knew I just needed some help, so I thought medication was the way for me. Just a little disclaimer, I have nothing against medication. I think medication can help people. There's really close people in my life who take medication. But for me, I was not being monitored properly. And I was on way too many different medications all at once. One that I was allergic to. So as you can tell, it was just not a good experience for me. So I began spiraling even more, got back into partying, doing heavier drugs and binge drinking at any time that I could. I was drinking during the week. I was drinking before work. I was drinking at work. And to just state the obvious, I wasn't happy. I didn't like myself. I hated waking up every single day. I felt like I had no purpose. I felt like my existence was, um, it was useless. I was just very, 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 very insecure. And I really just felt numb. I felt like my life was just I was just passing by. I was just barely existing. I felt like I was constantly finding ways to just escape reality. So this cycle kind of went on when I graduated high school, which was 2013, up until like 2015, I finally reached a breaking point. And I remember I looked at my reflection in the mirror and I was very skinny at the time and it was a really scary... to see reflecting back to me and I really I didn't recognize myself I did not recognize my reflection I felt like I was this monster and I completely lost myself that was probably the scariest point I just remember crying I just remember um realizing that I need I need to change. I need to change for me. I need to learn how to love myself. I need to learn how to take care of myself. Because the main thing that was running through my mind is one day I want to be a mom and I want my kids to see someone who is healthy, who is strong, who is competent. I knew at that state that I was at, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to provide for my children at all based off of my mental state and i was just tired of hating my body and being so mean to myself and so i became very curious and explored on google and went on a bunch of deep dives and just really wanted to learn about food that was my main thing was why do i have such a bad relationship with food why do i hate food when i know food is meant to heal us. I knew this. There's an obvious reason why we need it. We need it to survive. So I wanted to get into the science of it. So this kind of led me to veganism slash plant-based eating at the time. And it really taught me that plant-based foods heal the body at the cellular level. So I really learned about nutrition based off of the internet and different books that I was reading and podcasts and doctors that I was following and just really wanted to eat an abundance of foods and to not fear any foods and to not limit myself when it came to food. Also during this time I started going to yoga and had a big awakening there and that was just a really crazy experience for me after my first yoga class in shavasana and just really felt enlightened you can say. Um, I went through another awakening. And from that point on, I really just began committing to myself and my well-being and just understanding that I'm the most important person. Like I take care of me. No one else is going to be able to provide that support. Um, So I really learned how to step into my own power. And I was reading a ton of books on the universe and spirituality and food, natural medicine, and so forth. And things began kind of began flowing naturally. Um, I had to remove people out of my life that no longer served me. I became close with people who were in a similar place as me who wanted to just grow and evolve and become better people. So I really had to find a new community and group of people to surround myself around. I started taking school more seriously I really just wanted to do well. I wanted to be successful, so I started putting a lot of energy towards school and studying. I started performing better at work. I got promoted. I worked at a restaurant for seven years, and I first started off as a hostess and did takeout, and then moved on to server as a waitress, um, which made so much money at the restaurant that I was at. That place was always so busy, and so that was kind of just where my mind was at was in moving towards a direction of growth, and so. As I'm beginning to apply what I've learned, I started noticing huge shifts really early on. And this is when I was learning about the law of attraction and what you put out is what you get back. And my mindset just began changing and I was in such a stuck, fixed, lack, unhealthy mindset. I used to be so mean to myself and so hard on myself. I was my worst enemy. And once I started practicing self-love and self-compassion, which is hard by the way, Practicing these things, I had to just, you know, I was faking it. I was pretending to believe these affirmations, but as time went on, I began believing those things about myself and repeating that. I started healing my past and making peace with my parents. I started having conversations with people who have hurt me, specifically with my parents, and sitting down with them and opening up to them how they made me feel and why I chose to do those things and apologizing to them, you know, for for hurting them, for putting them through all of that because I was a little bit of a troubled child through some time um, and gave my parents a very hard time out of anger and so I learned how to apologize to them and just how to have a mature conversation and really begin to move forward because we both deserve that but most importantly me finding that forgiveness within myself, forgiving myself for the decisions that I've made, forgiving myself for hurting people, forgiving forgiving myself for hurting myself. I was so mean to myself. And like I said, during this time as well, I was eating again. It felt so good to just eat and to not worry about food. And So many great things happened once I started eating more. I was gaining healthy weight. I looked so much better. I looked healthy. I had energy and I just began glowing. It was a good combination of doing the inner work coupled with maintaining a healthy diet and working on my mindset. It really began changing my reality and changing the way that I looked at myself and changing the way that I just perceived life in general. When I think about my health journey, this is what I think about initially is where it all began, why it all started, and why I am the way that I am and how I got here. When that switch went off, when I did not recognize my own reflection... I had to start learning how to choose myself. I chose to wake up every single day and create the life I've always wanted and dreamt of because I had to tell myself I am worth it. I am worth it because I exist. The chances of even existing in this ginormous universe is so slim and it's such a beautiful blessing in itself to even be alive and I made it a point to live my life to the fullest. I know that sounds so cliche, but it's so true feeling your worst, feeling your lowest, it's scary. Like Going through all of that, experiencing trauma at a very young age and dealing with depression at a very young age, and then getting to this point in my life in my early 20s where I began just feeling normal again, I started feeling more like myself. I just, I knew right there this journey has just begun and I know a lot of people can relate to this is feeling like a victim in the past I really felt like I was barely getting by I was a victim of my past the experiences that I went through were tough so I understand why I felt like I was a victim but I let that consume me I let that take over I let my past control my present But once I learned I do not need to let these stories affect how I live my life, it changed everything. Once I learned the lessons and realized that everything happens for a specific reason, and sometimes it doesn't make sense, Um, sometimes the lesson didn't appear to me overnight, it took years to realize things, but in the end, it has made me a stronger person, It has led me down my career path and is the reason why I love my job and why I love working with people. I know what it's like to be in my client's shoes, so I really have found light within this all and it took a lot of time for me to get there, so I don't want to sugarcoat the story. The work was hard. Like I've mentioned, I lost friends. I spent a lot of time alone. I was emotional. I questioned everything. In my life, I felt angry. I really didn't have anyone that I could lean towards and talk about these things with because none of my friends were going through a similar thing. I was kind of that spiritual friend who was the vegan, and there was no one else around me like that. I didn't have any mentors, I didn't have a coach. I literally had no one. It was just me and my journal and these books and these people online that I found. Um, a lot of comfort through because they shared a similar story. But this goes to show change is uncomfortable. If we want to change, we have to change the way that we look at situations. We have to change our behavior. We have to change our mindset. We have to change our environment. We have to change our response. We have to maybe change our job or our friend group. I remember kind of just waiting around. Hopefully one day something will happen. Someone's going to come into my life and change me, whether it was a guy or Um, A teacher or a mentor. I was kind of just waiting around for someone to see the greatness within me versus seeing that greatness within myself initially and using that as motivation to become better. Between 2015 and now, my health journey has not been perfect. I feel like I'm constantly learning more and more about myself and I'm trying to figure out how I can better myself. I think a big theme in my life currently has been my relationship with alcohol and the journey with that and the ups and downs that I've had with it. I've gone through so many periods where I'm not drinking, um, more so the past couple of years. Back in 2020, I went 75 days without alcohol, which was a really great experience. In 2021, towards the end of it, uh, I went about 95-ish days without drinking and currently not drinking again. Although my intention has changed in the past, I used alcohol as a form of escape. It was distraction, it was something to numb myself. Whereas within like the past few years, alcohol has become more of a social thing. You kind of just do it when you go out, gives yourself something to do. And I've just found that that is not in alignment with me. And I found myself just drinking because everyone else is doing it or I found myself drinking after a long day having a glass of wine to just decompress and now what I'm learning is we don't need to have alcohol to have fun you know I'm really just speaking for myself everyone's on their own journey everyone has their own experience and everyone has their own reason why they do something but for me I feel better when I go out sober and I'm not drinking I end my night earlier I wake up feeling productive and motivated and just where I'm at in my life it's really not serving me I'm at a place in my life where I'm trying to build my career I'm really wanting to focus on my well-being and how I feel and really just wanting to just feel good, and I found that even just having two drinks, I wake up the next day feeling hungover, not as creative, uninspired, and I'm 26, so hangovers hit different. I'm not 20, 21 years old anymore where I can binge drink and then wake up the next day and go on a three-mile run. My body's just not the same anymore, so and Definitely, alcohol has definitely affected me a lot differently as I've gotten older and I've realized that as well. And just the mental aspect, the depression and the anxiety that comes with post-drinking, that hangover, not feeling great at all. So I've just learned that it's okay to not drink. It's okay to not want to drink. We all have our own choices and I think it's so important to go back to What makes you happy and what sounds fun? Alcohol doesn't make me happy. Alcohol doesn't sound fun. I know that that option is there and I'm just choosing not to drink. And that's an okay place to be at. And I've learned that people are going to project their own opinions and ideas onto me. But at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with me. And honestly, this goes for anything and everything. This is not even just related to alcohol. I feel more like myself when I go out now. I'm not worried about if I said something stupid or worried about making a poor decision or worrying about how much money I spent. Those were some concerns that I had the next day after drinking. And I don't think about that. I look back at that night and I'm like, wow, that was so fun. It was so nice being around my friends. I got to dance because I do genuinely love going out and being around people and listening to music and having a good time. But you don't have to do those things and drink. We can eliminate the alcohol and you can still do all those fun things. Have I found myself wanting to do that less? Yes, that's normal. That's natural. And I've made, rain, I've made room for things that I want to put my energy towards, like going to bed a little bit earlier on a Friday night so I can wake up and go to my Saturday workout class that's so fun for me to go do. So I've found that I'm not losing anything and I think that's a big fear for a lot of people when it comes to alcohol I will definitely do a whole episode dedicated to not drinking um, and talking about my experience and giving some tips and advice but I really have gained so much by not drinking so that's just a big lesson that I'm learning right now and I'm learning a lot about myself with this Um, another thing is my friend group has changed a lot all for the best I have found myself In the past, not speaking up when something happens and bottling things in, letting people walk all over me. I find myself being too nice because I'm scared to voice my opinion. I don't wanna hurt the other person because I do care about them. And I know that this is just rooted from dealing with mean girls in my past, not being invited to things, people being mean to me. So there still is that fear within me that people aren't going to fully love me or accept me. So I'm learning slowly but surely how to speak up more and how to voice my opinion. And if the person that I have a friendship with, if they're not accepting of that, if they're not going to hear me out, then they're not a good friend. If they're going to make me feel bad about the way that I think about something or the way that I respond to something or the way something made me feel then that's just not a friendship that I want. So I'm learning a lot about friendships and the people that I want to keep in my life and what's important to me. And another thing currently that has been a really big learning lesson as far as health is I'm really proud of myself for this. I'm really happy that I'm at a place where I can work out in a healthy way. Like I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, I would go to the gym for two hours a day, I would do double, even triple workouts because I wanted to look a certain way and there's always been this fear within me to step back into a gym and to get back into a quote-unquote like gym routine or just having any routine around fitness because I was scared that I was going to fall back into old patterns. Those thoughts have even come up for me recently before I started going to the gym two months ago and uh, I just didn't want to become obsessed with it that really really scared me and I have found that um, now that I've been back at the gym and now that I have a nice little workout routine that really um, is something that I enjoy and aligns with me that old version of autumn is long gone I don't I no longer feel that obsession to go to the gym if I miss a day I'm okay with it if I miss a week I'm okay with it Really learned to like trust and honor my body. So that's been kind of a big realization for me recently is how much I've grown and how much I've changed. And it feels so good to be at such a good place with my body and the way that I think about it. I can dive into these topics and other episodes because there's so much more to talk about it when it comes to my past eating disorder, addiction, alcohol, friendships, career, spiritual journey, toxic living environments. All these things greatly affect your health and have greatly affected my health. And I've found to be at a better place with a lot of these different things. And I've found healing through specific healing modalities that I've learned throughout my spiritual journey. The point of this episode is really just to share where I came from and lightly touch on the tough challenges I've gone through. I think it's so easy to look at people and say they have it all together. And that is a comment I get a lot. People say your life looks so perfect and well put together and I'm here to show you my life has never been perfect. No one's life is perfect and it is human. It is human to struggle and experience trauma. It is human to feel these negative emotions that we're so afraid to feel and something that I was so afraid to feel for the longest time. And I was afraid to express my negative emotions. I didn't even know how to hold space for myself. I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't know what that looked like. And so that I really had to learn how to do that and still find myself having a hard time learning how to take care of myself because we're constantly changing. We're constantly evolving. Therefore, our needs are. And what has helped me, even yesterday, may not help me today. And what has helped me a year ago or years ago things that I've been practicing may not suddenly work one day and I'm going to have to find a new way of supporting myself. The biggest thing I want you to take away from this episode is change is possible. You have complete control over your life. You just have to notice it and realize it. You are not a victim. For so long, I didn't change because I thought there was no point. I thought that I was born this way, so I'm always going to be this way. I was born in this situation, so I'm always going to be in this situation. I settled because that's all I knew. I saw a lot of people around me just settling and accepting the bare minimum. Therefore, I just settled and accepted the bare minimum. That's kind of just like what I saw growing up in, in, in my household. But once I realized you are the creator of your reality, you are in control, you have power over your life, you have power over what happens in your life everything shifted. And it wasn't until I saw other people doing this, once I started hearing other people's stories and hearing how they turned their life around, I knew I could too. And of course it seemed very intimidating and daunting, but I knew I had to do it for my future self. When I envisioned my future self, she was working for herself, she's a mom, strong, has a healthy relationship with food, is in a healthy relationship and so forth. That was my motivation. That is really what kept me going during my darkest times and still keeps me going is envisioning that future self, the person that I want to become and making decisions that are going to better my future. And a huge thing for me is I want to be a good role model for my kids. And that really woke me up. I want to be a mom someday. I didn't want to carry unhealthy habits and generally in generational trauma I want to, too, and still do want to heal and cut that cord and not pass that down. My life motto is day by day, you just have to be very patient with yourself wherever you are at on your journey. Majority of healing is heavy and that intimidates a lot of people. They don't want to look within. They don't want to look at their shadow. They don't want to look at their inner demons. They don't want to look at their trauma. They don't want to look at past mistakes that they've had because it brings up a lot. It's challenging. I've even been in consultations with people. Shadow work is something that I like to focus on with my clients because I think it's so important to begin to make peace with the past and to begin to heal the past in order to move on and to step into the version that you want to become. And people have straight up been like, I didn't know your work was, you know, focused around shadow work. And they don't want to be a client. And that's okay. Like, that's totally okay. We're all on our own journey. And they're just not ready for that. Your time comes when it's supposed to. But the best thing for you is not always the easiest. It's not the easiest looking within and doing this kind of work. But the outcome is so rewarding. When I think of doing inner work, I kind of like to explain it like this. Is you have a closet full of clothes and you have pieces that you have held on to because they have sentimental value. It's something that's been passed down to you. It's just something that you want to keep in there. But you, you're ready to you're ready to get some new clothes. Summer or whatever is around the corner, maybe fall, whatever season you want to prepare for and make room for new clothes. It's here, it's there. We're ready for this newness. But the closet is piled and piled up with this old with all these old clothes that have just been sitting there so you have to manually go in and clear out the things that no longer serve you that shirt that you haven't worn for five ten years because you think you're gonna wear it one day you're never gonna wear it toss it out and as soon as you begin to clear all of that out you can add those new things in. so the same thing with healing if you want to step into this healthy version of you, the healthiest, best version of you, you got to just, you got to do the work. You have to do the work. I love this quote. It's so simple, but makes so much sense. Um, I don't know if any of you out here are Wim Hof fans, but he's the ice man. He talks about breath work and goes into ice therapy and facing your fears, facing the cold, facing the ice And he says, if you fear the cold, you go into the cold. So whatever thing that you fear, go into it, walk into it. And when you face it, you're going to realize it's not that bad. And with every experience, with everything that I've been scared to do, I always come out of it so much happier. I always tell myself, wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Or wow, I'm so proud of myself for doing that because I'm now a stronger person. This is going to teach you lessons. It's going to build resilience. And overall, it just makes you a better, stronger person. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you learned something new today. I hope you gained something from this episode. Not always easy for me to talk about these things, but I know it's so important for me to share my story because I know so many of you have related. So if you did listen and you do relate to anything that I shared, please reach out. I really love engaging with you and hearing other people's stories and hearing what other people have gone through, whether it's a similar thing or a similar lesson storytelling really just builds community and this is something that has helped me so much in my path and helped me throughout my darkest times is hearing other people's stories so I hope this helped you as well I will be posting episodes every single Tuesday so stay tuned for next Tuesday's episode and I will talk to you later